Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Monday, November the 21st, 2022. It is currently 8.28 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. I guess I will start by telling you I have some very strong emotions. Very strong emotions. And I know that it's never a good idea to turn on the microphone when you have lots of emotions because sometimes you will speak from a perspective of emotion instead of the perspective of truth. Uh, instead of speaking from the perspective of Scripture, you will allow your emotions to cloud your thinking, and then you end up saying things that you may later regret. And I understand that there is a risk and there is a danger, but I have waited all day. I mean, there are a lot of other reasons that I wasn't able to, to speak today because of other things going on, but I also knew that I, I didn't really need to be near a microphone. But it's now, what, 8.30 p.m., Monday evening, and I was sitting downstairs, and I was just like, you know what, I'm walking up the stairs, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open the door, close the door, walk up the stairs, and I'm going to hook up the microphone, and I'm just going to talk this through. I'm just going to try to try to be as real and as open with everyone as possible, and, and I hope you understand that what you are going to hear is some emotion. However, I did take the time to grab a pencil and a notebook and to write out some thoughts so that at least, even though my emotions will be present, there are things that were clearly thought through and written down, so I will share them as well. So so I just want to get that out of the way. I just want you to kind of know where I'm coming from. I'm coming from a position of strong emotion. All right. And, and, and I just want to make sure that is very, very, very clear. And hopefully you will hear my heart and hear my emotions here. Okay. I, I want you to hear everything else, but I want you to just know that that, that is at least the perspective I'm coming from. And I guess I want to, I want to, I guess I, I want to really lay the foundation for everything with this. I don't, do I, do I say this is a point? Do I just say this is a, a thought that's been haunting me all day? I, I, I don't know exactly how to express it. Like, I, I wanted to express it as a question, but once again, I'm trying to come to you from a, from a perspective where my emotions are coming through. Like, I could set aside my emotion and try to do this analytically and thoughtfully, and, but, but I, I, I think that would be a little disingenuous. So I'm going to just try to be very real. There, there are times. I'm just going to state this as a statement of my emotions, okay? There are times that I really question if the church, if Christianity really changes anything. Or if all we are involved in is just playing some kind of game, we, we, we play dress up, we play pretend, we listen to the sermon, we say amen, we say all the right words, but in reality, nothing changes. The reality is nothing. And in some ways, there's a theological truth to that, because no matter how much we go to church, no matter how much we read the Bible, we still have a sinful nature and we will still sin. 
Even though Christians try to deny that, that's just the reality. We still sin. But sometimes you would think at the very minimum, and and tell me if you disagree with this, you would think at the very minimum, someone who believes in God, who believes that God sent his only begotten, his eternal son to die for our sins, the the God who, for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, you would think at the very least Christians who believe in this, who believe that we're all sinners, who, who believes that, that, uh, that, there is a sin, there is judgment, there is hell, that we, that we that we would have certain things that would be true about us. Like, for example, you would think, at the very least, that going to church, reading the Bible, believing God, believing in Jesus Christ, believing in death, believing in salvation, believing in, in, in judgment, believing in hell, you think at the very least, we would be some of the most compassionate, loving, understanding people. First of all, just because God loved us and sent his son for us and we've experienced his grace should make us the most grateful people on on the earth. And we should be so compassionate because we want everyone else to experience that. And because we know we are very aware of our own sin, we would be so humbled by that, that we would be humbled towards other people's sin and we would be compassionate and we would be grace, gracious and we would be merciful and we would be loving. But it seems that in many cases, Christianity does not produce humble, broken, compassionate, gracious, merciful people. It just, it just creates condemning, unloving jerks. Now, you may be saying, where is this coming from? Well, late Saturday... In Colorado Springs, a gunman walked into an LGBTQ nightclub, killed five people, and injured, I believe the number is now, at uh, injured 18 others. He walks into an LGBT club and kills five people. Now, our first thought should not be if it was an LGBTQ club, if it was a heterosexual club, the sexual preference of the people in the club really shouldn't even be an, an issue for us. Human beings created in the image of God were killed and murdered and was sent into eternity. So for Christians, we should be broken over that. We should weep over that. When any time anyone is murdered and killed, they are sent into eternity. Someone created in the image of God, they were killed. They were murdered. They were attacked. But for some weird reason, because he went into an LGBTQ club, what I have seen coming out of the mouth of some believers and some professing Christians on social media and other platforms is more like, hey, hey, we don't care that people died. What we care about is the ungodliness and the abomination that the LGBTQ is. And we're going to use the opportunity that f- after five people have been killed to condemn that. I have been baffled by some of the responses. Some of the responses by so-called professing Christians stating, you know, these people were judged. These people were sinners. These people are disgusting. These be-. And I'm just like, what is happening here? 
what is what is happening? What, what, what use is Christianity if we can't even show compassion and love to those we disagree, to fellow human beings who are murdered? When we can't be broken, when we can't weep, when we can't cry, when we can't care, when we can't show love and compassion to those who are hurting, because all we can care about is you're a sinner and you got what you deserve. Oh, 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 yeah. So if someone breaks into your house tonight and kills you and your children, I guess I should turn on the microphone and go, you got what you deserve, because guess what? You're a sinner, too. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, we're not sinners. Only, only homosexuals and LGBTQ, they're sinners. Us heterosexuals, we're never sinners. We're godly. We're, a, we're, we're better than the LGBTQ community. I, I always forget. I always forget the way I'm supposed to think about this. Now, I won't think about it that way because it's ridiculous and it's not even biblical and it's not even correct theology. Sometimes I just want, what are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? What, 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 what are we doing? Like, like, are we just, is, is, it's just, I don't, some weird game that we play. So I, I'm just going to go through some of the points. But five people are dead. 18 are injured. That's the last count that I saw. And then, of course, it just turns into arguments about guns and politics. And, of course, the, the culture is not really any more, is not any better prepared or equipped to deal with these kinds of situations. But you would think the church would be better prepared, right? You think the church would know how to approach it, right? Like, first, how about we just show compassion? We just show mercy. We just show grace. We just show love. We just show that that. We see them as human beings creating the image of God who were killed. We, we just, how about we just focus on that? But we can't even do that. No, Christians can't even do that because we're no better than anybody else. No matter what games we try to tell ourselves or, or play. I've, I've just seen some horrible things today. But I did grab a pencil. Wrote down four points. Four points. Point number one. What I have watched after this shooting at an LGBT club in Colorado Springs is that many believers and many people clearly demonstrate this philosophy of reducing people to their sin at the expense of their humanity. So many times when believers talk about other people, we reduce those people to their sin. We, 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 for, we forget their humanity. We forget that they're created in the image of God. We forget that they're a human being. All we see, we don't, we, we, Reduce the person to their sin at the expense of that person's humanity. Like, like we, we, we can't see a human. All we can see is someone who's a homosexual. We can't see a human. All we can see is someone who makes money off their OnlyFans account. We can't see a human. 
We can only see someone who is a prostitute. We can't see a human. All we can see is someone who who works at a strip club. We, we can't see a human. All we can see is a person who committed this sin or this sin, cheated on his wife, did this, did that, right? abandoned his family, was an alcoholic, was a drug addict, whatever. All we can do sometimes is reduce people to their sin, and we forget that they're a human being created in the image of God with a sinful nature and with an eternal soul. I am never saying excuse anybody's sin, and nor do I ever say excuse any sin I have committed, am committing, will commit. But for crying out loud, can we see the human beyond the sin? Can we see the eternal soul behind the sin? Can we see the human being Instead of worrying about the fact that the people were LGBTQ, how about we see that five human beings creating the image of God were killed on Saturday at an LGBT club? Why do we reduce people to their sin? If if a pastor falls into sin, we just reduce him to that sin, to that sin. People are complex human beings with, with a sinful nature. There's going to be sin in everyone's life. We Technically, we could reduce everyone to their sin. But, we, but it, it's like if someone commits a big sin, a public sin, a scandalous sin, then we want to drag them out back, you know, and then, and then, and then mark them, you know, with a scarlet letter. Lie, you know, brand them a liar with an L. Adulterer with an A. Fornicator. Homosexual. Transgender. Whatever, whatever we want to, and then that's all we, and we speak of them not in terms of speaking of a human being, but we speak of them only in terms of their sin. Social media has made this just a, a hobby. Well, we reduce people to, to an action, to a news story, to a post. But we, we forget that there's a human being in there somehow. That, look, human beings just no longer exist. We, we talk about the sanctity of human life. Christians don't believe in the sanctity of human life because we believe in the sanctity of the sin. We believe in the, the, the transcendent nature of the sin. And now that's what you will be known by. We don't even believe sometimes in redemption or restoration we just just brand them, and I, and, I, and I've just been baffled that like these people killed have been reduced to their sexuality. Who cares about their sexuality? We would, as Christians, we we want to forget the human and just try to determine. We feel like we can pat ourselves on the back because we can say, "Well, they're in hell now," so we can pat ourselves on the back like somehow we're better than them because they're in hell. Because because we're because of course they have to be in hell because they commit a sin. Does Christianity literally destroy our ability to see the sanctity of a life? 
I know you would argue, no, 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 Christianity fights for that. But I think we only fight for it theoretically. We fight for the sanctity of life when it's in the womb. But when it comes out of the womb, no, it's Christians, many cases, who will support war or support this or support that. And it's like, and, and, and not even willing to do anything or even give up their own rights if it could possibly save another life. It's really weird sometimes. I think sometimes Christianity, and it reduces people to, to whether they're in heaven or whether they're in hell, whether they are a sinner or supposedly not a sinner, whether they're a part of our theological team or not a part of our theological team. This, this, this horrible story about this shooting in Colorado Springs has shown me over and over and over the tendency within within Christianity at times to reduce people to their sin at the expense of their humanity. We sacrifice their humanity so we can see their sin. We see we don't see the humanity, we see the sin. Number two. What I have seen over and over and over is uh, it seems to be a major attempt to focus on the sin of the LGBTQ community while ignoring the sin of the shooter. I, I, I literally saw someone say, there were a bunch of degenerates who got what they deserve. I literally saw someone post that. They were a bunch of degenerates who got what they deserve. Wait a minute. So the, the, the people, because of their sexual preference, because of their sexual practice, they're degenerate. And you're going to focus on that. Not that the shooter was a degenerate, who killed human beings? And we still may not know exactly the reason why or why what it was motivated by. I'm not going to speculate. But you're going to fo- you focus on the sin of the LGBTQ community and not the sin of the shooter. Like, what twisted mind? What, what does Christianity do to people? So number one, we reduce people to their sin at the expense of their humanity. And number two, at least in this particular case, we focus on the sin of the LGBT community, which while ignoring the sin of the shooter. Look, I, I saw that we've seen this many cases when a, a horrible hurricane hits a particular state and Christians are running around. It's a judgment of God. It's a judgment of God upon their their sexual sin. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. So so all you can see is sin and judgment. You don't see human beings who drowned in a hurricane or their homes were destroyed or their life. No, 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 no. You've just got to see it. They got what they deserve. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. But, but of course, no hurricane should hit your house because you're, you're, oh yeah, I'm sorry. The only sin that matters is the sin of homosexuality. I'm sorry. I always forget homosexuality, hurricanes should come and drown everyone out. Every other sin, we should not, nothing should happen. That, that, that's, that's two things I have seen today. Reduce people to their sins at the expense of their humanity. Number two, focus on the sin of the LGBT community while ignoring the sin of the shooter. I just don't even understand. Like, nobody's talking about the the shooter is a degenerate. The shooter was wicked. The shooter was ungodly. No, it was the people in the club. Like, what twisted, if Christianity leads to that, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to do anymore. Number three, what I have seen today is a lot of condemning the sin of those killed while ignoring their own. 
I've seen a lot of people posting about the sins of the victims, the sin of those murdered, but not them, not the people posting talking about their own sin. Why would I, why would I focus on the sin of those in the LGBTQ community who were killed when I could spend just that same time posting all of my sin? Humility. I've said this so many times. Humility. Humility is the near impossible task of being more aware and concerned over our own sin than the sins of others. Humility is the impossible task of of trying to make sure we are more aware and bothered over our own sin than the sin of anyone else. We're not worried about anybody else. We're not going to post about anybody else. If we're going to post about anybody's sins, I'll post about my own. Before you hop on the social media and say, oh, did you hear what this pastor did? Did you hear what this person did? How about you stop and post about what you did that nobody else knows? Number one, reducing people to their sin at the expense of their humanity. Number two, focusing on the sin of the LGBT community while ignoring the sin of the shooter. Number three, condemning the sin of those killed while ignoring our own. And then number four, forgetting completely. I guess Christians have completely forgot this. The biblical approach to dealing with even our enemies. The Bible tells us how to approach even those we may perceive as our enemy. And we are told to love our enemy, to bless even those we perceive to be. If you will perceive the LGBTQ community to be your enemy, if you perceive that, you are to love them. When did Christians forget this? You are to love them. You are to love them. You are to love them. Ask, go to anybody in the LGBT community, go to any of them and ask them, have you ever felt love from Christians? what the Bible says, Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verse 9. Let love be, be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality, bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not, rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with those who weep. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Did you weep today for those in the LGBTQ community in Colorado who five people were murdered? Some of you can't even entertain that thought because all you can say is, they're sinners. Well, then should anyone weep with you because you are 
a sinner. Weep with those who weep. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire in his head. Be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. We're to weep with those who weep, even if they're our enemy. We're to rejoice with our enemy. We're to show love to our enemy. We're to overcome evil with good. Am I saying excuse sin? I'm not saying excuse sin. But if we, if we, if we take this to its logical conclusion, anyone who suffers, we wouldn't weep with anyone because they're all sinners. But once again, we, re, we exalt the sin of LGBTQ above all the other sins that's in your life, that's in your family, that's in your church, that's in your home, that's in your heart. Let me read those all again. What we have seen after this shooting is many who reduce people to their sin at the expense of their humanity. Number two, focus on the sin of the LGBT community while ignoring the sin of the, of the shooter, condemning the sin of those killed while ignoring their own, and forgetting the biblical approach to dealing with even those we consider to be our enemies which is to weep with them, to rejoice with them, to love them, to overcome evil with good, to show compassion, to show mercy, to show grace. Doesn't mean we compromise. Doesn't mean we say something isn't a sin. If Christianity can't even make us loving and gracious and merciful and humble. What's all the sermons for? What's all the Bible studies for? What's all these big churches that cost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to keep open? What's the point of all the games and all the books and all the conferences and all the, the garbage that we do? People were killed. We don't know yet. The person, it appears, is going to be charged with a hate crime. So if that is true, then that possibly indicates that he was motivated by some kind of hatred for the LGBTQ transgender world. And I wonder if Christians, even though, well, We've talked about the audio clip from American Family Radio where they almost talked about taking up arms because of the LGBTQ community. So so that already kind of shows that there's some in, within Christianity. But I will say this. I wonder if the way Christians have spoken and acted in regards to many issues regarding homosexuality, that, that the, the words of Christianity may, may contribute to an environment or give a spiritual justification for those who feel the desire to carry out violence against them. It has to be considered. 
Are we culpable in any way, shape, or form? Is the church culpable? Is the church, has the church contributed to this? Because I don't see Christians usually speak in regards to this subject with mercy, compassion, and love. Tend to see they forget the humanity of those who suffer, whether in a hurricane or from AIDS. Oh, I remember some of the horrible things Christians were saying in regards to AIDS. Oh, my. I don't even want to go back to those days. I know this. If you tell me that a homosexual deserves to die because of their sin, well, I'm just going to go down to the next LGBTQ club, and I'm just going to go inside and when someone comes in to start shooting the sinners, I'm going to step up and say, you know what? Don't kill the homosexuals. Shoot me because I'm the chief sinner here. They got nothing on me. And trust me, you should do the same because I doubt they have anything on you as well. No matter how good or godly you think you are. You don't love God the way you're supposed to. You don't love your neighbors yourself. You're not as holy as God calls you to be. You sin in thought, word, and deed. You sin internally, externally. You fall short 24-7 just like I do. Someone's going to start shooting homosexuals and killing homosexuals because they perceive it to be sinful. Well, you know what? You could start You could start shooting people in every church because we're just as sinful. And now people are going to say, how dare you say that? Well, because we're just as sinful. Just a different kind of sin, but we're just as sinful. We're just as ungodly. But I know Christians will say, I know we're not. We're better. We're better than them. Okay, whatever. Well, you put it this way. You, you do it your way. I, I, I would stand in front of the LGBTQ world and say, shoot me, because I'm no better than them. I, I wish I had some profound words of wisdom here. But we live in a world of evil, violence, and murder, and killing, and but we live in a world so filled with hatred, so well, a, a culture of death that no longer sees the humanity in people. And sadly, the church, in many cases, talks very much like it. You can contact me and email me, or you can contact me via email, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Some of my thoughts as I process the emotion of this, once again, horrible act of violence. There's been plenty of them in our culture. Look at the number of mass shootings in 2022. It's horrible. It's horrifying. But all we can do is argue about guns, I guess. We can't argue about human beings losing their lives, or we argue about the fact that they're LGBTQ. Who knows what? We argue about everything else and what really matters, but you can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, and give me your thoughts and your perspective on this tragic event. Thanks for listening. God bless.